Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Had a whole bunch of people send me this story out of Virginia. And the Institute for Justice is also involved in this story. And there have been a few stories like this in the news recently. And it has to do with uh, wildlife officials, people from the state, but not the police department, but from the Natural Resources Department or the Wildlife Department or whoever it is that oversees hunting, coming onto private property and snooping around. And they do that disregarding no trespassing signs, for instance. And in this case, they're alleged to have stolen a trail camera. Now, you can argue all you want about whether they can come onto that property and poke around. But to take stuff would be a problem, you'd think. So Virginia wildlife officials trespassed on man's property and stole his trail camera, according to a lawsuit filed on his behalf by the Institute for Justice. Fox News ran the story, as did many people. Hannah Ray Lambert writes that a Virginia homeowner is suing the state game wardens, alleging they trespassed on his property and stole his camera without a warrant, adding to growing pushback from landowners who say that government agents shouldn't be able to surveil private property. It's almost like we've got a situation with where they think their powers are limitless, says the man, and I just don't feel it's right. Now, this man's property spans nearly 30 acres in Virginia and is ringed with no trespassing signs. All around it. No trespassing. Uh, Back in April, the first day of turkey hunting season, his wife and son were playing basketball when the ball rolled toward the edge of the woods. When they went to get the ball, they saw someone dressed in full camouflage among the trees. So his wife ran inside with their son to get the man, the father. uh, And he said, my wife has got like panic in her eyes. So he goes outside to search for the prop, you know, search for who's on the property, thinking it may have been a hunter, but he couldn't find anyone. And then he noticed that one of his trail cameras was missing, and the trail camera was 150 yards from the house. So he reported it stolen, and the sheriff's department said, "Oh, the Virginia Department of Wildlife Resources has it, the uh, DWR," uh, and and they apparently knew this. They said, "Yeah, they've taken the camera, and they will reach out to you." And that's the information that was given to the attorney who is representing this man from the Institute for Justice. More than two months later, he said he has not received any information regarding the whereabouts of his camera. A spokesperson declined to answer any questions because of the pending litigation. Meanwhile, the man said DWR may be searching his cameras for evidence of hunting violations, which seems like that would be a logical thing, I guess. Uh, Earlier, this man's brother was cited for hunting over bait in a different county. Agents claim they found seeds in the field where he was turkey hunting and determined they were bait, but his brother is contesting the ticket. Um, You know, generally speaking, I'm not sure if it's that hard to find wild turkeys. (laughs) I see them all over the place. I saw 20 of them yesterday. The basic principle here is that if we as ordinary people can't sneak onto somebody's land and steal their camera, then the government agents shouldn't be able to do that either. Not without a warrant. And I've said this many, many times, that whenever you see a story where it's alleged that the government took something without a warrant, you always ask yourself, how hard would it have been for them to get a warrant? So if this guy's got a trail camera strapped to a tree and they think it's got evidence of illegal activity on it, They can go to a judge and explain why they think that. The judge will sign a warrant. 
Probable cause, right? Do you have probable cause? Because if you don't, that's why you didn't get a warrant, <laughs> then you're doing it wrong. That's the whole point. The man's lawsuit against the state filed this month challenges a nearly 100-year-old Supreme Court ruling uh, about warrantless searches and seizures in the open fields doctrine. We'll talk about that in a second. And that can be property that can even have no trespassing signs around it. A few states have extended protection to privately owned land beyond the curtilage of a home, but Virginia so far is not among them. Part of what this case wants to do is to establish the principle that no trespassing signs should apply to government agents also. Institute for Justice is litigating similar cases in other states, uh, including one in Pennsylvania, uh, Tennessee, and Connecticut. And one of those I mentioned last week or the week before was about the bear that apparently is wearing a GoPro camera. And we're not sure if the bear is just a TikToker or a government agent. Uh, we'll have to find that out. Meanwhile, this man's case is different because rather than secretly placing a camera, <laughs> the allegations they stole his. We see that as a completely separate violation of the Constitution and one that I think is clearly established as a violation of the Constitution under case law around the country. And here's the question. Uh, I wonder if they included account for taking. They, they, they took property without just con- compensation. It, it wasn't a lot of property. It, it, was, it was a trail camera, 100 bucks, 200 bucks. But <laughs> if they took it, they took it. They need to compensate the man. The suit does seek just $1 in damages from the three officers accused of trespassing on the property, plus reimbursement of the man's cost and expenses, and they want an order from the court to get the camera returned and the images recorded on it disposed of, and an injunction to permanently bar officials from searching this man's property without a warrant. Uh, He says, I don't care about money, I care about the principle, and it not happening to someone else. So here is the thing. If you look... At the uh, Constitution, it talks about uh, getting a warrant for a search of certain things. It talks about your, you know, your person, uh, and and it talks about your home, and it talks about your your personal things. And the question is, let's suppose you own a house, and you've got a yard, and you're in a neighborhood, and next door to you is a house with a yard, and so on. Most people would say, obviously, your house is protected, and the yard around it, probably protected. Depends on how big the yard is. But interestingly enough, the Supreme Court a while back ruled and created a thing called the Open Fields Doctrine. And it is the idea that a warrantless search of the area outside the owner's curtilage, curtilage does not violate the Fourth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. They go on to say that unless there is some other legal basis for the search, such a search must exclude the home and the adjoining land, and that, again, is the area right around there, that is within an enclosure or otherwise protected from public scrutiny. So now something being within an enclosure means that you'd fence the entire thing. This guy's property, I think he said 30 acres, 30 acres, to fence that would cost a bit of money. But he did put no trespassing signs all around it. And in many states, if you put a no trespassing sign up, it's a warning that you need to stay off the property and it's illegal to pass that sign. And so I've mentioned this before, state of Michigan, if you trespass on someone else's property, they can seek to have you prosecuted criminally 
and they can sue you civilly, both, both. And so what's interesting is the concept that it must exclude the home and any adjoining land that is within an enclosure or otherwise protected from public scrutiny. And I've always thought, well, gee, if I put up a no trespassing sign, it's protected from public scrutiny because to pass a sign, you got to break a law. And up till now, many courts have said, no, 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 it's got to be physically protected from public scrutiny, such as a privacy fence or a brick wall. Okay? So the open fields doctrine was first articulated in Hester versus U.S., which said that, and this is the quote, the special protection accorded by the Fourth Amendment to the people in their persons, houses, papers, and effects is not extended to the open fields. This opinion appears to be decided on the basis that open fields are not a constitutionally protected area because they cannot be construed as persons, houses, papers, or effects. And this is an example, I think, of the court reading something so literally that they're kind of missing the point. Because the Constitution has this list of things. Persons, houses, papers, and effects. And someone's going to say, Steve, expressio unius est exclusio alterius. Go ahead. Get it out of your system. And that is the concept that if you make a list of things without a catch-all, that list of things is exclusive. So if I said the following five students in this room can get up right now and leave without taking the exam, and I name off five students, they get up and walk out. Sixth student gets up and starts walking out. Excuse me, where are you going? Oh, I'm leaving like they are. You weren't on the list. You don't get to do that. Okay? So the list is complete unless there's a catch-all. And it does say persons, houses, papers, effects. Four things. But was the Constitution and the amendments there too, Bill of Rights, drafted in such a way that they're literally going to say persons, houses, papers, and effects. You wonder what they meant by this set of four words. Was it supposed to be exclusive? Just these four things. Because the problem I have with this is there is no bright line. You have a, a, a duplex, two homes that are joined together. There's literally no space between them, okay? That's how close you can live to a neighbor, but still be at a different address, okay? Now, someone else has got a small house and a small yard. Other side of town, cross the tracks, big house, huge yard. Out in the country, house, and a gigantic 30-acre plot around it, surrounded by no trespassing signs. Is there some reason to say that that person cannot protect his or her property from inspection by federal agents without a warrant, but the person with the small house and the small yard or the person with the big house, slightly bigger yard, they get the protection? At what point does the protection kick in? And the Supreme Court's going to say, well, we, we haven't visited that question because it hasn't been brought to us exactly on point yet. And... I remember reading this case and cases related to it, like cats and so on, uh, in law school. And one of the first things they talked about was the planes flying over doing surveillance. And I have no problem with them saying we can look down from an airplane flying at a legal height and see something with our own eyes out in someone's backyard. And I got no problem with them peering into the open fields. 
But for them to go into the open fields, and in this case, it wasn't open fields. It was actually the woods. But they went into the woods, and the allegation is they were 150 yards from the house at least when they stole the camera, if they stole the camera. And they were even closer if they were within eyesight of these people playing basketball and the ball rolling to the edge of the trees. And they saw the person running around back in the trees wearing camouflage. And besides the fact that some people are bound to point out, Steve, do you know how dangerous it is to run around during hunting season wearing camo on someone else's property inside the no trespassing signs? Uh, Yeah, no, that's a theoretical question. I appreciate that, but we're not going to go there right now. But the point is that I personally think that the Supreme Court got that one wrong. And, And so some states, some states are addressing this, saying, well, that might be allowed at the federal level. However, our state constitution is more restrictive. We grant more rights to the people in our state, and we will put a stop to that. So in the states that have done that, congratulations. It's just a handful of them right now. So this right here is happening in Virginia. And as you can guess, the man's asking for a dollar, a nominal award to prove a point. But what they're really looking for is a court ruling that says, by the way, They cannot pass those no trespassing signs and come up and take stuff off your property without a warrant, nor can they come in and search without a warrant. And that's what they're looking for. And obviously they get that at a trial court, or they don't get that at a trial court, they can take it up on appeal. So there's a good chance this question will come to a head in the Virginia Supreme Court somewhere down the road. So I'll continue to follow it, but the notion that they're there is one thing. But if they grabbed his trail camera, that's another That's just theft. That's just theft. I don't care what you say. It's theft. So Hannah Ray Lambert wrote that for Fox News. I got it sent to me by hundreds of people, (laughs) literally. Virginia wildlife officials trespassed on man's land and stole his trail camera. The lawsuit from the Institute for Justice alleges. And by the way, every time I mention him, I say this. It's important that we support the IJ. Institute for Justice does great work, but they are a nonprofit supported by the generosity of people who like what they do. Visit their website, check out what they do. I'll put a link to the website below. And if you agree with me that they do work that's important, please, if you can find it in your hearts to donate, please donate, send them some money and help them out because they handle great causes. And one of the biggest complaints I hear about the legal system, people say, Steve, it's too expensive. And there are people out there with these great cases that would help everyone if they got litigated properly. And so here's an organization that goes, we will litigate this properly. We'll step in here. And we're not doing it just to help this one guy. It'll help. They'll, they'll help that guy. They're, they're trying to help that guy. But his case will help others. And those especially are the cases they're handling. So if you can support them, please do. Questions or comments, put them below. Otherwise, talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. There is no such thing as fun for the whole family.